Hello fellow followers of Christ, I'm Nathan, and today we'll be talking about beating temptation. This is kind of like a part two to overcoming shame and guilt. I guess overcoming shame and guilt would kind of become that kind of come before beating temptation, but you know it's kind of same thing. But first, I uh, I'll probably mention this in every episode. I have a YouTube channel. I probably won't post on it until I'll get to that announcement in a second. Actually, that's that's a bigger announcement than I thought it was to just start out. Um, this podcast can uh, be listened to on the Apple Podcast app, uh, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Google Podcast, Anchor, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you can listen to podcasts. If you are listening on an app like Apple Podcasts where you can rate a podcast, please be sure to leave us a kind ratings. Uh, leave us a five star, please. Thank you. Um... Alright, um, I don't have any other announcements other than the big one. So, of course, I do have a YouTube channel called Nathan Tingle. The next time I'll be posting on it is, hopefully, the video of my first live sermon. And, no, this is not me. Nathan, you're finally going live on YouTube. You have that many subscribers? No. No, you need like a thousand subscribers on YouTube to be able to go live. Um, I'm not even close to a thousand. Not even close to a hundred. But, uh, maybe this podcast will get the word out there that I... Uh, do YouTube videos where I basically just do this, but you can see me talking. But back to the live one, the live sermon. It's going to be a small church, but I will be giving my first sermon. My brother will be giving the, he'll be doing his first segment, and then I'll be doing the last one. And we'll also be doing music for this sermon, for this service too. And the big thing is, we don't go to this church, meaning we are finally going to an outside place from where we usually go. It's kind of like our first. You could call it a gig, I don't know, but I'm really excited about it. Okay, without further ado, let's get into this podcast. Let's get into the episode, not just the podcast, the episode. Um, actually, I do have one more announcement. This is the longest announcement thing I've been doing. Um, this is the final episode of Season 1 of Christian Cast. so yeah, clap. Yeah, we have finally made it to, uh, well, the next episode will be the first episode of Season 2. And in this first season, let's just reflect, we have now two countries watching us. We are being listened to on how many? Multiple different platforms. I forgot what the number was. And I'm already doing my first live sermon. That's not because of the podcast, but still, I'm very excited about that. Okay, now here we are almost three minutes in, and I am I have yet to start the uh, official episode. So without further ado, let's get into it. So Beating Temptation. This is one of the hardest things to do, especially whether you're a Christian or not. It's a hard thing to do. Uh, whether it's like, a, you know, no sin is worse than the other, but if it feels like a softcore one, like, I don't know, eating or something, or it's like a hardcore one, like pornography or, uh, what's another one, drugs, alcohol. Um, there's a big one that I had in the back of my head, but I can't remember. Oh, well, you get it. Cussing. Cussing. I guess that's, that, that doesn't seem as a big one. But again, all sins are the same, really. There's no sin worse or less bad than another. Alright, so first I'd like to go over the devil's tricks and lies when it comes to temptation. Because temptation is of the devil, okay? The devil will, he will, he, of course, he tempts you. But especially if you are feeling weak in your faith. He's like, oh yeah, here we go. Temptation time. Flip in your Bibles to James 4, verse 4. 
This is about resisting the devil. Oh, uh, James 4, verse 7. The page said 4, verse 4. James 4, chapter 4, verse 7. Okay, this is about resisting the devil's temptation. I'm sorry, I lost my spot. Okay. So give yourselves completely to God. Stand against the devil, and the devil will run from you. Come near to God, and God will come near to you. You sinners, clean, clean sin out of yourselves, out of your lives. You who are trying to follow God and the world at the same time, make uh, your thinking pure. So, Nathan, what does this mean? <laughs> Since you read it, so weird. Okay, so uh, we're just going to analyze these verses. It says, so give yourselves completely to God and stand against the devil, and the devil will run from you. So this is saying, if you say, no, devil, I'm not going to give in to your temptation. You're just trying to tempt me into doing something, into sinning. Because remember, temptation is not a sin. Yielding, if you yield to the temptation, that is a sin. So the devil wants you to yield to the temptation. But it says here, stand against the devil, and the devil will run from you. You say no, devil, if you, if you just say no, no, pray. That's, that's my best advice, just pray. Say, God, please help me fight against this thought. Uh, Gabe Perot, I've mentioned him on here before, one of my favorite pastors ever, or evangelist, I guess, ever. He's, uh, his analogy, well, it's kind of an analogy. It's more of a strategy that I use all the time. Whenever, a devil, whenever the devil tries to tempt you into doing something like like, whenever he says, hey, you should do this, or, hey, you should, you know, let me think of one. You know, just two more cookies, I was thinking, sorry, two more cookies won't hurt. You know, you, you've only gained, like, five pounds in the last month. It's five pounds a small number. <laughs> this is hitting a little close to home, huh? I'm kidding. Yeah, when he's thinking that, uh, what Gabe uh, Pro, his uh, thought on it, I thought this was a great thought, is fight back. And you may be thinking, well, Nathan, duh, fight back. No, I mean literally fight back. Like, if it means, like, throwing an air punch, like, no, no. Like, sometimes it helps me because it makes me feel better because punching things, it's, it's kind of satisfying. Just like, boom, boom, boom. Just pick your fist up in the air and throw an air punch. Make sure you don't punch someone around you. Because <laughs> if you do, people are going to say, stop watching that. <laughs> no, that's, I swear, that's not my problem with it. Okay. Matt, now, uh, flip in your Bibles to Matthew twenty six forty one. I almost just said Matthew twenty six forty one without any explanation. You'd be like, Nathan, what are you saying? Okay. It says here, stay awake and pray for the strength against temptation. This is what I was just saying. The spirit wants to do what is right, but the body is weak. Repeat that. The spirit wants to do what is right, but the body is weak. Your spirit is of the Holy Spirit when you become a Christian. Your spirit does no wrong. It is your flesh. It is the fleshly temptations that you yield to. Like pornography. Like drugs. Like eating. Like alcohol. That is your flesh. That is your flesh that is yielding to that temptation. Your, your spirit does no wrong. And you'll notice the first part says, Stay awake and pray for strength against temptation. That's what I was saying. Say, God, please give me strength to fight against this temptation. It's also, you know, you can throw those air punches like, boom, boom, boom. If you do it in a room full of people, they might think you're weird, but hey, anything to get away from that temptation, right? You might hear a noise every time I read a scripture. That's me tearing out the sticky note. Because I have sticky notes instead of tabs. I, might, I should probably get tabs. 
I'm getting a study Bible soon, so that'll probably make this way better. Okay. So you, uh, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. Yeah. So as many as you know, if you've uh, gone to Sunday school, gone to church, just read your Bible, you'll know Jesus himself was tempted by the devil. Like the, In person, he's like, he's like, hey, Jesus, like, I'll give you all this if you just bow down and worship me. Jesus is like, no, no. All right, so flipping your Bibles to Luke, what is it, 4, verse 1 through 4. I'll give you a second to get there. Um, man, it's kind of hot in this room, I'll tell you what. All right, this is our third to last scripture. It's okay, guys, just hang on. I know it's nine minutes, you're kind of like, you want to do something else, just don't get off yet. Okay, Luke 4, verse 1 through 4. Jesus is tempted by the devil. Jesus, filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan River. The Spirit, okay, Spirit of Jesus, in, okay, I'm sorry. I said that so fast. The Spirit led Jesus into the desert, where the devil tempted Jesus for 40 days. Jesus ate nothing during that time. When in those days, when those days were ended, he was very hungry. The devil said to Jesus, If you are the Son of God, tell this rock to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written in the scriptures. Listen to this. It is written in the scriptures. A person does not live on bread alone. That's an important thing to remember. In fact, highlight that in your Bibles now. I probably need to hear it in a second. It is written in the scriptures. So if you have literally tried anything you can possibly think of, have you heard that song from the Booth Brothers? Because if you try, uh, you've tried everything you can possibly think of. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not good at singing, but, um, and they say there's no relief to be found. Like, that's, well, that was more of a reference to people who aren't, who are, uh, not walking with the Holy Spirit. But, it says, it is written in the scriptures. Nathan, why do you keep repeating that? Whenever Jesus was tempted, he would recite Bible verses. So, let's think. Look up Bible verses of whatever you're struggling with. And then, whenever that happens, I mean, you need to practice those Bible verses over and over. Just repeat them until they are committed to your memory. So whenever that happens again, start, start reciting the Bible verses. Start saying Bible verse, Bible verse, Bible verse. Anything to stay away from that thought. Okay, I'm tearing out the sticky note. Okay, so here's something I want to remind you of. This is that God forgives you. I mentioned this in, uh, what was it? Yeah, my uh, overcoming shame and guilt. I couldn't remember what it's called. Um, overcoming shame and guilt. God forgives you. Just ask for forgiveness, and God forgives you. When God, when you enter the presence of God, this made me kind of tear up when I first heard this. When you enter the presence of God, He doesn't see your past. He doesn't see your sin. He doesn't see what you're doing. He doesn't see what you've done. He doesn't see He doesn't see your sin. He only sees you covered in the blood of Christ. Because that is why Christ died. Christ died for your sin. That is specifically why he died. Now flip in your Bibles to Colossians chapter 3, verse 12 through 14. 
I'll give you a second to get there. Just think on that. God forgives you. He doesn't see your sin. He sees you as someone who has been saved by the blood of Christ. All right, Colossians chapter 3, verse 12 through 14. That was sticking out, sticking out, sorry. God has chosen you and made you his holy people. He loves you. So you should always clothe yourselves with mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive each other. If someone does wrong to you, forgive that person because the Lord forgave you. Even more than all this, clothe, clothe yourself in love. Love is what holds you all together in perfect unity. So this is saying God loves you, so you need to love others. You're not alone in your sin. You may be thinking, oh gosh, like this sin I'm committing, it's so horrible, it's worse than any, and a lot of other sins, it's, it's, uh, no one, no other Christian can be going through this. Like, as a Christian, you can't go through this. Like, I'm just a terrible person. You know who that is? You know who's talking to you right there? The devil. The devil is saying, you horrible person. You're, you're a Christian and you're sinning. No other Christian sins. No other Christian is doing a sin as bad as that. You're terrible. That is what the devil's going to tell you. So you need to fight back against that. And pray. Pray, 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 pray. That is that is my best advice. Always be praying. Just say, God, tell the devil to shut up. <laughs> that's that's what I say sometimes. But, you know, maybe word it differently. Like, um, God, please... Help me know that that you love me and forgive me. Or, you know, something like that. I'm not good at on-the-spot prayers most of the time. But, you know, God, that's true. God always, he will always love you. Whether you can curse him from when the day starts to when the day ends. I'll be saying most of this in my sermon. From when the day starts to the day ends, you, you can curse him. You can de dedicate your life to hating him. He will love you. Love you until the day you die. Flip in your Bibles. This is our final Bible verse. I know I'm kind of dragging it along here. This is the wrong Bible verse. I have multiple sticky notes in here. Okay, First Peter. I should have just said it first. First Peter, uh, chapter four, verse eight. I'll give you a second to get there. Okay. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 8. Use God's gift wisely. Skipping over 7. Actually, we can go to 7, actually. The time is near when all things will end, so think clearly and control yourselves so you will be able to pray. Most importantly, love each other deeply because love will cause people to forgive each other for many sins. So this is adding on to loving one another. This is what I meant to go on a tangent about last time, but I got off on the other tangent. Yeah. You need to love one another, because, like I said, you guys are going through the same thing. No sin's worse than another, so you guys are going through the exact same thing, basically. And God's forgiven you. Remember that amazing feeling you got, whether it, probably, it, it was more than likely not me, Maybe someone else, when you were told that God forgives you, or when you realize God truly forgives you, 
and He loves you, and you are washed clean of your sin. Remember that amazing feeling. Don't keep that feeling to yourself. Don't let, don't let yourself feel that feeling, and then don't let anyone else feel that. If someone does something wrong to you, don't not forgive them. I mean, I don't know how else to word it. Don't just, like, write them off, like, oh, you're, whatever, bye. No, forgive them, because forgiveness feels good. When you are forgiven for something you've done, it's, it feels so amazing. That's why most people cry, or, like, tears of joy when they are forgiven. I, myself, even teared up when I was forgiven, when I realized I was forgiven in God. So don't let others not feel it. Just because you feel good that you felt it. And another point I'd like to make about this is don't do this on your own. All my other scriptures, all my other scriptures I've been reading in here have been built around this. Don't fight your battle of your addiction or temptation or whatever. Most of the time temptation has to do with addiction. Or addiction has to do with temptation. Don't do it on your own. You will never officially do it on your own. For those of you who are like, well, I got through this addiction, and I'm not a Christian. Cool. Doesn't mean God, that doesn't mean God didn't exist in your life. Well, actually, that sounds wrong. You know, you know what I mean. Um, I kind of just was off in the law land. Okay, yeah, just, you may be thinking, well... I got through with my addiction, and I'm not a Christian. Cool. You didn't do it on your own. If, if I'm sorry, if you are a Christian, and you are trying to fight this battle, and you, if you're trying to become a Christian, and you're like, oh, 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 okay, just let me get over this addiction first. Let me get over this temptation first, and then I can finally come to God, good and clean. No, God wants you as you are. God will always forgive you because you are washed clean of the blood of Jesus Christ when you become a Christian. Like I said, when you enter the presence of God, you are forgiven. He doesn't see you as a sinner. He doesn't see you as a terrible person. He doesn't see your past. He sees only you covered in the blood of Christ. So don't do it alone. Ask God for help. He never gets tired of it. I always thought God would be like, Nathan, oh my gosh. You always have problems for me. Just like, back off for a little bit. But that's the devil talking, people. Seriously, God is happy to take your burdens. Just ask. Just pray and ask Him. I know this is easier said than done. But it is so worth it. Thank you for listening. Uh, that probably scared some people. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this uh, about 20-minute segment, 20-minute uh, episode of Christian Cast. This is the end of Season 1. I hope you enjoyed this first season. And uh, let's see if we can get to 100 plays by the end of this month, maybe. We're at 86 plays total. So I'm sure we can do it. Like I said, thank you for listening. listening. Please be sure to listen to us on any of the podcast app you have. Be sure to check us out on YouTube. 
Um, that is Nathan Tingle on YouTube. It is at underscore Christians underscore four underscore life underscore. Uh, if you want to find the YouTube channel that corresponds with this uh, podcast, I mean the Instagram account. Did I say YouTube channel? I meant uh, Instagram account that corresponds with this podcast. Um, be on the lookout for when I finally do my live sermon. We've been practicing for it, uh, me and my brother. Okay, well, I think that's it. Thank you all for listening. Uh, have a blessed day, and goodbye.